Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for turn number 728. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, email me at rabbiyismachatik10fortorah.org. I wanted to talk about something that has nothing to do with the parsha, an issue of halacha, and that is the bracha of shahakol. We know the Mishnah in Mesechah's brachos talks about what brachos do we make on fruits, what brachos do we make on vegetables, what brachos do we make on all of the foods that we eat. Now again, as we've discussed in the past, brachos are the acknowledgement that before I put something in my mouth, I recognize that everything that is in this world is created for my benefit, created by God for me, and as we'll see a Gemara in a moment, for me not to make a bracha, for me to ignore and not to have that gratitude for everything that is here that I benefit from is considered to be me'ila. It's like misappropriation. It's like using something that belongs to the Beis Hamikdash, something which is sanctified and using it for a mundane purpose. And so all of eating is supposed to be understood that way. And so the Mishnah tells us that specifically we're supposed to make certain brachos, certain blessings on certain foods. And so if it's from a tree, you make a bracha of bari priha eitz. If it's from the ground, that's a more general thing, because of course trees are from the ground also. But if it's just generally from the ground, we make a bari priha adama. And there's a lot of discussion about exactly how we categorize the different types of fruits and vegetables and where they are. We know we upgrade certain brachos, like the hagafen for grape juice or wine, or the hamotzi for um, the bread, which is created really from things that you would otherwise make a ha'adama on. But that's the way brachos work. They're categorized by where they're from, and we try to be as specific as we can be. Now, if we make a specific bracha, for example, on something that deserves a tree bracha, because it's grown from the tree, you can get away with making a ground bracha, meaning something that needs a ha'etz, you can, if you must, make a ha'adama on that thing, and it works. The other way around, the converse doesn't work. I can't make a ha'etz on something that is not from a tree and is only from the ground. I can be, and we should be, as specific as we can be, but the specific bracha is not for something that isn't found in that specific category. That's the general rule of specificity in brachos. But we know that there's a catch-all. And the Mishnah in Ketan Mavarchim, the chapter in brachos that deals with this, talks about that if you are not sure, or al-kulam, in all of these things, in regard to all of these things that we've just described, the, the things of the ground and the things of the tree, al-kulam im amr shahakol yatza. On any of them, if you made the generalized bracha of shahakol niyeh bidvaro, which means that all came to be through his word, through God's word, all in this general way, you have fulfilled that requirement. Now, that bracha isn't just where you don't know what bracha to make, but there are a lot of foods that don't grow from the ground, like meat or eggs or milk or water, which it's built for. A shahakol, this catch-all bracha that includes those things. There are other things as well that can get a shahakol, like uh, things that are secondary growth. If a, a peel of a fruit, if you just eat the peel, that's not why you planted the fruit, and so many hold that you would just make a shahakol for the peel. If a food is ruined, or if you are eating a food in a way where it's not generally eaten, for example, uh, when you eat a potato, so you eat potatoes cooked or baked, something is done to the potato. Nobody eats raw potatoes, but if you would eat a raw potato, then you would make a shahakol bracha and you would not make the specific ha'adama bracha because you're not using it in that type of way. We know fruits get a ha'etz because they're from a tree. But if you have fruit juice, so then the juice, the derivative of that fruit, that gets a shahakol. So that's the general rule of shahakol. It does 
have a category of foods that fit it specifically, but at the same time, it seems that it is a catch-all, that in a situation where you're not sure what bracha to make on something, you can make a shahako. Now, that, theoretically, can lead to a situation where pretty much we don't bother learning anything about hilchos brachos, and all we do is make a shahakol on everything, even arguably bread. You know, we can technically make a shahakol on every type of food imaginable. So I'm going to share with you a Gemara and a little bit of a discussion in regard to this and why it's important to learn Hilchos Brachos, to learn what Brachos we make on specific items. So the Gemara tells us, a person should not benefit from this world without a bracha. Asur lola adam bracha. It's a gemara in brachos daf lamed hey, a well-known gemara. This is the reason why we make brachos. There is no pasuk in the Torah. There is no specific um, verse that teaches us that you make brachos. It's just rational. We understand that it can't be that you're going to benefit from this world without making a bracha first. And if you don't, if you don't make that bracha, so the gemara says moal, you have transgressed this prohibition of misappropriation of using something uh, of sanctity for a mundane purpose. My takante, so the Gemara continues and asks the following question. How do you fix it? Like, what do you do? So it says, Go to a wise person. The Gemara wonders, Go to a wise person? What's that person going to do for you? You've already done a prohibition. What's the Chacham going to do? So Ella Amarava. so Rava explains, Yelech you should go to the chacha, to the wise person, as soon as possible, and have that person teach you brachos. So you don't come to transgress this prohibition of misappropriation. And so what the Gemara seems to be saying is, you know, make sure you go and get educated in regard to Hilchos Brachos. What's odd is, why is this specifically more true of Hilchos Brachos, the laws of Brachos, than anything else? That's true of anything you can possibly transgress. If I don't know how to daven, go to a Chacham and learn how to daven, and uh, you'll be praying better. Uh, if I go, if I don't know how to do Shabbos, so then instead of going and transgressing Shabbos, go learn how to do it. Why is this specifically by Brachos? So, Many understand that the reason here is because you have a much bigger problem. You know, if you don't know Shabbos, okay, you'll, uh, whatever, you could sit and not know and just sit in your couch and just not move and you won't have to do anything. If you don't know how to daven, yeah, you'll not be able to get it right. But here, if you don't know how to make brachos and you want to avoid transgressing an actual prohibition, you know what you're going to have to do? Never eat. And that's obviously not an acceptable thing. To never eat is not okay particularly because, of course, we are Jewish. So not eating is not an option. And so therefore, the Gemara articulates if you want to make sure you don't have this problem, because we know it's a very pressing issue. We're going to eat. We're going to need to be uh, faced with the challenge of what bracha do we make on the food. So go, and learn how to do it. So in the course of this conversation, Rabbeinu Yona brings up, he says, you know, as a matter of fact, one of the simple ways to get out of this is to learn to make shahakal. He says, He says, you know, you're not doing the best possible thing, but just to make this shahakal bracha, you at least are not transgressing misappropriation. Avudraham is not so kind. He is a Rishon of David Avudraham. He doesn't mention any allowance. He says, you need to understand and know the specific bracha on each food, and you can't get away with this. And perhaps the reason for this, the reason that this is so important, and that in the halal itself, we know that, yeah, technically, if you're not sure, if you don't know what to do, you're, you can make a shahakal, you can use this 
catch-all bracha, and this is brought in Shulchan Aruch in a variety of places. It's brought in the Mishnah Bura, and he says, If you're not sure by the halacha, like what the halacha in regard to a particular fruit is, then you can make the shahakal. But he says, But if you don't know, just because you don't know, right? you never bother learning, you shouldn't eat until you learn. And so whether or not shahakal absolves us of this problem of mi'ilah actually ends up being this interesting question. For sure, we're encouraged to learn the laws of brachos. But perhaps, maybe we can understand this a little bit better with the following Gemara in Bavakama. Gemara in Bavakama, Daflamet says, Amar of Yehuda, a person who wants to be pious, he should He should be very careful in damages and how you know how he interacts with others to make sure that his property is safe and secure and nobody gets hurt on his property. Rava Amar Milita Avos. Rava says that he should learn Perkei Avos and all of those ethical and moral teachings to become a better person. The Amrila and some say Mili To be pious, you need to focus on the laws of brachos. Now, what does this mean exactly? It seems that these three opinions probably don't disagree. They each are just talking about a different element of what it means to be a human being. There's how we interact with others, there's how we interact with ourselves, that's mili de avos, our morals and our ethics and our ben adam la'atzmo, and then finally there's mili de brachos and how we interact, so to speak, with God. And so I saw an interpretation of the Elia Rabbah, he says that the Gemara doesn't mean that it's pious to make brachos, and to not make brachos is just not pious, but it's okay. What it means is as follows. You know, we have this option of shahakal, we have the ability to have this catch-all bracha, which allows us to ignore the entirety of of thinking about what the food and what the fruit in front of me or whatever it is in front of me is all about. But what the piety really is all about is learning Hilchos Brachos. We're capable of getting away with it with just a bracha, but just making a shahakal allows us to ignore what's sitting in our hand. Where does this apple come from? How did it get to me? How does it uh, How does it grow? Is it how AIDS it comes from the trees? Aren't, isn't a tree amazing? Isn't a tree magical? We think of those thoughts when we try to imagine what bracha do we make? What is this made of? Where does it come from? And in sourcing the food, we discover the bracha. And in discovering the bracha, we become a little bit closer in understanding and gratitude of where things come from and where we ought to offer our gratitude towards. And so that is why it's pious to focus on brachos. We should never just rely on the shahakal. We should always do what we can to learn what we can about the foods that we eat so we can become closer to the one who ultimately supplied them. Have a great day.